0: You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. In this week's RE Snapshot Podcast, we're chatting with RE PhD graduate Ginny Chen about her recently published paper, Genetic Inheritance of Dinitroaniline Resistance in Annual Ryegrass Population. But firstly, we're going to find out how Ginny's going because she just found out today that her visa was approved for her to do some study in Canada. How are you going, Ginny? You must be very excited. Yes, I am. Can you tell us what you'll be doing over in Canada before we get into this paper and what it's all about? Yes, so we have identified
1: some twisting and irregular populations before. So I'm going to do some more experiments on twisting plants to further confirm that it is the mutation causing the resistance plants twisting. And who will you be working with in Canada and where will you be? The professor I contacted with is named uh, Geoff Wistney and uh, he will be handling everything while I was in Canada.
0: We're very excited for you, but sad to see you go because, yeah, you get very attached to the PhD students that come through the RE doors and it's going to be sad to see you go, but we're very excited for you. But let's get into uh, what you found in this recently published paper. Ginny, in this research, you study the inheritance of trifluralin resistance with target site resistance in ryegrass. Can you tell us what you found?
1: Yes. So, as we reported before, we found a ragras population containing a homozygous valine to phenylalanine mutation in alpha tubulin. Um, by crossing this homozygous resistant population with another homozygous susceptible population, some progenies were produced. We spread these plants and found that triflorin resistance was inherited as an incomplete
0: recessive nuclear gene. Okay, so this research has confirmed that this target site mutation is inherited as an incomplete recessive nuclear trait. Can you actually give an overview of what this means? Because it's quite complicated, this research. Yeah, sure.
1: So the nuclear inheritance means that the resistance is not maternally inherited. It is not only controlled by the mom. It can be transmitted by pollen. It's an incomplete recessive trait or... Let's make this simple. We can think about it in this way. If the resistance is one gene controlled, we call it RR, and the corresponding susceptible gene, we call it SS. So if one RR crosses with one SS, it will generate heterozygous RS plants. And if the RS plants exhibit exactly the same as the RR parent, we say the resistance trait is completely dominant. If most RS plants behave like RR plant, we say the resistance is incompletely dominant. Likewise, if the RS plants behave exactly the same like SS parent, it is completely recessive. If most RS behave like SS, like in our condition, most RS plants died after spraying at 480 grams per hectare of We say the resistance is incompletely recessive.
0: Okay, that is a lot to take on. So, if you didn't get all of that, feel free to pause and re-listen to that part of Jinny's explanation. But good explanation there, Jinny. So, Jinny, let's get into what does this recessive trait mean for the weed population? Can you explain that?
1: Yep, actually this resistance inheritance is quite rare in ways. Most herbicide resistance reported before are inherited as dominant or in- incompletely dominant. This really makes sense because dominant genes can help spread resistance easily, which will benefit the weed's survival. While the plants with re- recessive gene cannot show the resistance until it is homozygous, which means they need to have RR gene, and both RS and SS will die. And This research is consistent with the previous finding in the, the natural resistance goosegrass that the resistance is also recessively
0: inherited. So Jinnyi, does this mean trifluorin resistance in annual ryegrass will evolve more slowly? Theoretically it does if the weights
1: have only target side resistance. We found that ragrass also have non-target side resistance, which means they can metabolize trifluralin to reduce the amount of trifluralin working inside the plants. That is the complete complicated conditions in the field we have found. And most ragrass populations collected from the field have both target side resistance and the non-target side resistance. The non-target side resistance level is not very high, but plus target side resistance, it can be enough for the ryegrass to survive. Therefore, though um, target side resistance in any ryegrass is recessively inherited, we cannot underestimate the denaturaline resistance evolution in ways, especially for cross-pollinated species like any ryegrass.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, Denise, for that overview and good luck with your future travels to Canada and beyond. We're really excited for you and you've been a great part of the team and all the best for the future. And hopefully we keep in contact. Yes, sure. Thank you, guys.